When tax time comes around, are you being reactive or proactive? Do you find yourself swimming in a sea of questions? Like, is it better to do my tax return cheaply? How do I know if I'm doing them the right way? Welcome to the Tax Answers Advisor with Marcelino Dodge. Today, we'll answer these questions and many more. Sharpen your pencils and take some notes. Now, here is your host, Marcelino Dodge. Welcome to the Tax Answers Advisor. I am Marcelino Dodge. Our uh, thought for today is death and taxes may be inevitable, but they should not be related, as stated by one J.C. Watts Jr. Although I am certain some people probably feel they that both death and taxes are related, and some may even feel there's been death by taxes. Anyway, our shows to make sure that you definitely can see that these uh, are not related. And so as we try to work to help you to understand and save money on tax, and in fact, even achieve business and personal goals faster through our three-step process. We want to help you to also understand last week, which uh, if you didn't get to tune into last week's uh, a show. We certainly invite you to go back and discuss and dis- listen to it because we discussed a lot of information about the tax uh, information that was a part of the most recent stimulus package. A couple points we're going to hit here at the moment is, for example, uh, a big issue was uh, PPP loans have been a big issue. And now, as a result of the uh, most recent legislation, Expenses paid by a PP loan, PPP loan are now also deductible on the tax returns. And also the fact that as you're getting your PPP loan forgiven, you're not going to be subject to tax on that income as well. So that's one of the many provisions. So we invite you to go back and listen to last week's, which was also talking about why you need to be careful on selecting your tax preparer, some very good information. So please uh, go back and listen to that show, and there's a lot of information that will help you to understand how that legislation really affects you tax-wise and even how you need to be selective and why you need to be selective when you select a person to prepare your tax return. We also want to remind employers, if you've had employees or if you've had contractors uh, working for you that you paid $600 or more to during 2020, There is a filing deadline you have that is February 1st to get those W-2s filed and also for those with uh, that have those who need to get a 1099, there's a 1099 miscellaneous that needs to go out and this year after a return after a couple decades is the 1099 NEC or non-employee compensation. Once again, that needs those need to be out by February 1st. We also want to remind you that if you're an employer, it'd be a good time right now, if you haven't already done so, to make sure to verify employee names, addresses, social security numbers, all of that information so that you can get those out accurately to the individuals. Or if you're the employee or the contractor for and looking for a W-2 or a 1099 on a timely basis, it's my recommendation that you make sure and contact that employer to be sure that they have the correct address 
for you so that you can get that information on a timely basis. An email address would be excellent to make sure they have that right because many companies make their W-2s available online now and you may still have access to an employee portal to go ahead and pull that down when they make those available. So good to make sure your former employer has all the correct information and especially if you have moved because some people definitely move so, and you have a new address, so it's vital that you get them the correct information so that all that can be filed and you can get your taxes filed in a very timely manner. As I mentioned earlier, we have our three-step process we work through with individuals, and we do so with uh, precautions in mind for all who are concerned with the current pandemic going on. Yes, uh, we have full operational um, in e-signatures and documents. We have web portals for electronic upload of documents. So you don't even have to visit the office. And of course, as we reach out to various uh, individuals throughout the country here and even throughout the world, uh, areas such as uh, we've had listenership and we really appreciate that in uh, not just in the United States, but throughout the world in areas such as China and Japan. It's been very exciting here now that we're doing our 14th show, how uh, how much of an international uh, audience we've had. We really do appreciate that. And thus, we have availability to do business uh, with uh, individuals around the world to help them to be uh, successful financially uh, without even having to visit the office. Uh, the amazing uh, technology with the Internet of being able to uh, sit down with you face-to-face virtually through an online meeting and to then exchange documents through our electronic portal and our secure messaging center so that you can get the best possible service and be able to reach your financial goals. Because we know this has been a tough year for everyone, Uh, although some businesses did do well and some individuals did do well through the pandemic. But, of course, many individuals did not and are still struggling and will be struggling for the next few months. And so we've uh, come up with our nice three-step process to help all Uh, because there are a lot of solutions in this world. And as we're going to talk about uh, some of them that may, that will help some, is that there's still some deductions, even though uh, December 31st, 2020 has come and gone. We're at uh, January 7th now on the date of this show. What we see, though, is that there's still some options you have, either as an individual or a business, if you need to, to be able to take some deductions for 2020. And we're going to Look at those a little bit because that's part of our planning process to try to plan ahead so that we're not always looking back. Oh, wow, what could I have done or what could I do or what can I still take? But let's uh, take in a year-round process so we help you to meet your business uh, goals, your financial goals, both individually and, and, and in a business sense so that you are able to put together a very defined strategy. We help you to do that. We help you to reach your goals faster. We do a step-by-step action plan for you. And with that, as part of our activity, that includes the taxes and accounting work that we do for you all in one nicely, neatly wrapped package. And it's all proactive so that if uh, another challenge comes along, we have you prepared for it because it includes, of course, access uh, to myself as a and my team here so that we can help you walk through the whole process with a nice uh, small monthly fee starting at $49 for personal services and starting at $149 for a business bundle. And 
Each one is customized to the individual. So, yes, definitely look us up. It's www.cashtracksfinancial.com. You can email at success at cashtracksfinancial.com. Of course, give us a call as well. Always welcome. 844-394-4287. So we're going to go ahead and move into our topic of deductions that we can still take. And we're going to look at some individual deductions first that we can still take and still use. Even though we're in 2021, we can have these apply to 2020. And what I'm going to... touch on here first is uh, the individual traditional IRA accounts or individual retirement accounts contributions you can make and you can still make a 2020 contribution to a, a deductible IRA or a Roth IRA as well. And let's uh, touch a little bit on those differences that your deductible or traditional IRA is your IRA that you can take an actual deduction for on your income tax return as well as it continues to grow the interest or dividends or whatever the investment vehicle you have, you have chosen those gains on the on that account as they get credited to the account are all tax deferred so that you are not paying taxes till you actually withdraw the funds from the account then there's, of course, also the Roth IRA, which there's, which are extremely popular and which uh, another one of the types of accounts that we can help ones to establish as well. And the Roth IRA is money that you have already paid tax on. And thus, as it continues to grow, when you take that principal out under current law, uh, you don't pay tax on the money coming out. Now, you got to keep it in the account for at least uh, five years and even the growth or the interest that you earn in that account, which had been tax deferred under current law is still going to come out tax free. Now, there's some speculation. Uh, I don't like to do speculation on this show. I like to just speak facts and what actual law is. So that's uh, we're just going to stick stick with where we are now. And that is those uh, distributions from a Roth IRA are tax-free as long as you meet uh, the five-year rule and other present uh, rules that are present with Roth IRA contributions. The uh, limits on these contributions, and you can actually still make these uh, contributions up to uh, April 15th of 2021 and still have them apply to the year 2020. And the combined contribution limits, which is uh, $6,000 if you're under age 50. And what I mean by combined contribution is that you can actually have both an individual IRA and a Roth IRA. When, it means, when I mentioned about combined contribution limit, what that entails and means is that you can only put a total of 6000 So, for example, if you have an individual IRA, you can put 3000 into that. And you can put 3000 into a Roth IRA and the two together add up to 6000 So that's what combined means is you can divide it up between a Roth and a traditional, but, to, but all you can add or put in total is 6000 between the two accounts. Now, the catch-up provision, if you're age 50 or older, is that you can contribute up to $7,000. For, for couples... Uh, for married couples, it's really nice and if you have a spouse who does not work. Now, the spouse 
can also contribute to an IRA uh, and be in and be able to put in the same thing up to six thousand for under fifty or age fifty or over, older up to seven thousand, and this counts in because. You have to have some type of taxable income to even contribute to an IRA. But the spouse IRA, they can use their income from the wage earner to be able to make the contribution or to qualify to do the contribution. Now, there are some phase-outs if you have a retirement plan from your employer, but that's based on filing status and income. not going to get into detail on that, but those do exist, and that's something that we can certainly help work out for you and help to understand as to what could be a good contribution for you because at certain uh, levels, especially if you have a retirement plan, it would be more advantageous to make a Roth IRA contribution. Now, one of the really nice laws that came out in the last year or so is no age limit used to be a cutoff for when you could contribute to a uh, traditional or or tax deductible IRA but now there's no age limit so if you're 70 or over you're still having taxable compensation for the year you can contribute to an IRA that's a wonderful provision for those who are still working now as I mentioned of course you got to have taxable compensation for the year uh, which That basically means you need to have some type of wages or salary that you are earning. Also, if you're self-employed and you have income uh, through like a sole proprietorship, the net earnings uh, from self-employment, you can uh, use those or count. That helps you to calculate to be able to make your IRA contribution. Uh, For those who may have taxable alimony, that's actually a qualifier to be able to make an IRA contribution as well as for the military, the non-taxable combat pay that appears on their W-2s can also be used as a basis to make an IRA contribution. Some wonderful information is that, of course, you have until April 15th, 2021 to make your contribution to your uh, IRA. Now, when you do make the contribution, this is where it gets really tricky is that if you're making a contribution in 2021 and you want it to apply to 2020, you have to be very specific with the institution that you're going to uh, do the contribution with. You got to make sure if you're going to your bank or wherever you're going that you make it very clear, this is a 2020 contribution. And so as we set up IRAs here for individuals, we be very, we're very specific on that. We make sure the documentation says this is a 2020 contribution so that as we submit it in our financial institution, our IRA uh, custodian knows, okay, this is a 2020. And that's very important because in the reporting to the IRS, if it's not reported correctly and you claim it, that can cause you issues down the road, which is something you don't want to have and which is something that we really work to make sure uh, that you get the proper uh, treatment there so that you get the proper deduction as well. You may qualify by making that contribution for the retirement savings contribution credit, which is a very nice credit, can be uh, as little as uh, 10% of your contribution can be a credit towards your tax. You can only use up to 2000 of it under current law, but hey, a deduction is a deduction because you may have been able to already uh, deduct the amount you put into the traditional IRA, be it 6000 if you're under 50 or age 50 or older up to 7000 
you can you may have been able to already take that off as an adjustment to your income and then to get another perhaps $200 credit, maybe more, like say, depending on income, that's like a double dip. I mean, it's almost like a $1,000 credit. It can be in some cases, or in spouses, it can be almost like a like a $2,000 uh, deduction on your taxes just by making some uh, contributions there. Now, also, as we consider, you can contribute to it if you're self-employed. You don't have to be self-employed, but if you're self-employed, you can make a contribution. If you work for another employer with no retirement plan, you can also contribute to it. And of course, if an employer has a retirement plan, you can also contribute to an IRA as well, uh, or a Roth IRA. You can go to deductible IRA or Roth IRA. So then we've covered up to making a deduction or a contribution to an IRA, which thus leaves us the question here, where do I go to do an IRA and what does my money invest into with an IRA? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here for just a couple minutes. And when we return, we're going to discuss about those investment options that a person can use when they contribute to an IRA. So we'll look forward to talking to you in a couple minutes. This is Marcelino Dodge on the Tax Answers Advisor on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you wanting to grow wealth faster, save time, and build a nest egg? Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-round to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Call Marcelino Dodge today, 719-336-8739 to schedule your free tax strategy review. Call 336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Many people want to build wealth or grow their business faster but do not know what specific numbers to look at that actually help build monthly cash flow. Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-around to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Schedule your free tax strategy review by calling 719-336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. To reach our program today, please call in. The number is 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to success at cashtracksfinancial.com. Now, back to the Tax Answers Advisor. Welcome back to the Tax Answers Advisor. This is Marcelino Dodge. 
Before the break, we were discussing about uh, individual IRA deductions, and we're going to pick it up here on what kind of investment options can you do with your individual IRA account. There are many options available, and it can be very, very confusing. I visit with clients about this, well, quite often there. And, of course, you got the choice. You can go banks, mutual funds, even life insurance companies, other financial institutions all offer various type of IRA investment options. And we here as well at Cash Tracks Financial have IRA investment options available as a part of our services. We work to explain them very clearly through uh, mainly through like mutual funds is what we do. But we try to keep it as uh, simple and easy as possible, easy to understand because we just know it's it's difficult and it can be. But there are options out there available to do that and we try to really explain them as clearly as possible. The though, And wherever you do put the IRA is that custodial account that needs to be for the benefit of you as the participant and then of course for your beneficiaries. And that is an area where it is very important when you Uh, look at your IRAs. It's good to review those every year, which is what we uh, do with our clients when we sit down with them, uh, go through our uh, three-step intelligence solutions process, is to just review that with them each year because there may be adjustments. And as you look at your beneficiaries, uh, maybe there's just been changes or maybe you're ready to make a change or an update on those. And so it's important to do that. And that's something that we do as part of our services now, just a, as a warning here, I've heard some different uh, options, different ideas come up. But in general, uh, collectibles are cannot be used as an IRA uh, investment. Now, there are some exceptions like a U.S. gold coins or one ounce of silver coins that are minted by the Treasury Department. Even certain types of bullion such as gold and silver can be used in an IRA account, but there are certain rules that apply and there's uh, certain custodians that do that type. So it, it's a really a challenge to be able to do that, but it can be done if one's wanting to have some type of precious metals as a part of their IRA. So that covers individual uh, deductions and what an individual can do to be able to uh, take some deductions like that still after the after the year uh, after December 31st of the year and what is we can keep in mind though on an individual IRA is you if you don't have one established yet which some uh, may just may not have considered it for whatever reason but even if you do not have an IRA established yet or even open before the end of 2020 you can actually start a new uh, deductible IRA or a Roth IRA, you can actually open up a new account uh, right now or any time between now and April 15th. And you can then be able to open up the account and still make your 2020 contribution. And as I mentioned earlier, if you're putting in 6000 or whatever the amount you can put in, It is just absolutely vital that whatever institution that you're putting the IRA money into, that they market and they know that that contribution is for 2020. Because there's reporting that goes to the IRS about IRA contributions. And unfortunately, many times financial institutions uh, report it wrong. 
and thus a person has to go back and instruct the bank, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> this is not a 2021 contribution, this is a 2020 contribution, and sometimes they may not find out till months later. So just make sure when you have your paperwork that whoever you're working with, uh, and this will be taken care of if you work with us, that the individual you're working with and you have a point out, you make sure you're very, very specific saying, this is for 2020. That way it is marked and they know and you have it in writing there that it is a 2020 contribution on the paperwork. It's just very, very simple to do, but it's a, one of those, it's almost so simple it uh, gets mistaken and it can be a big mistake. And certainly we don't want you to have that happen, which is why when we handle these, we are very, 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 very careful and always make sure it goes through right the first time. Now, that's on the individual side, the individual IRA. Now, we're going to talk on a business deduction that you can go ahead and still take, even though we're past December 31st. And this is through what's known as the Simplified Employee Pension, or abbreviated as the SEP IRA. So, yes, it is a type of IRA account, but it is a business IRA account that you can still do and see once again as we look through part of our process our intelligence solutions management process is is to help ones to avoid these uh, last minute deductions but to just have the plan set through the year so we boom we know where we are at the year we know what deductions we've made now a simplified employee pension is a is a plan it's a written plan that you set up that an employer sets up and with that particular type of plan, you make deductible contributions. Uh, if you're a self-employed or perhaps sole proprietorship, you can make deductible contributions for yourself. If you have employees, you're also making contributions on behalf of your employees. And so a number of business types can be eligible to set up a simplified employee pension. That would be your sole proprietors. Uh, it could be a partnership or it could be incorporation that includes S corporations as well. All of these types of business businesses can establish it. And what's really nice is that you can establish this for 2020. You can do it now. Because according to the law, the simplified employee pension can be established by the due date of the tax return. So that means you have till if on flow through entities like a partnership or an S corp, you actually have till March 13th. If you have a C corporation or a sole proprietorship, you have till April 15th. What is also very nice about this is that you can also, if you extend the return, your date to set up the simplified employee pension is also included in that. So in essence, uh, you could have till September 15th to set up your set plan for 2020 and make the contributions. That's that's a pretty nice little uh, provision in there in the law, which is something I'm always happy to share with one individuals and hopefully uh, businesses that are needing such a deduction, they can get it because uh, as we're going to go through this, we're going to see particularly for uh, business types, there's contributions that are fully deductible uh, against business tax and areas also like uh, self-employment tax. Contributions, when you make a contribution to a set plan, there's a limit, and it's 25% of the employee's compensation. So just say, for example, you have an employee that makes $100,000 a year. 
you can actually make a contribution of up to $25,000 into a set plan for that employee if you so choose. Now, there is a limit. The limits are up to 56000 in a year. So just, just be aware and not, not say uh, many businesses can do that, but it's possible for some. Like I say, because there were some businesses that still had a good 2020. Many people struggled, but everybody's, everybody's a little different there. But we're certainly see the value of this information. Now, also, the rules within a simplified employee pension do require that uh, if you're going to make a a decision that you're going to contribute, say, 10% of their salary to to the SEP IRA on the employee's behalf, the amount that you do, you must do 10% for all your employees. So if you have two employees and you got 10%, you decided you got to do the 10% for all all of them. If you have uh, 50 employees and you decided I'm going to do 10%, you got to give 10% to all 50. That's just pretty much the way the rules are written, and thus we go by the rules, and we encourage ones all to do that. Now, special computation, if you're self-employed, especially particularly a sole proprietor, there's some special computations you got to do in there uh, to figure out exactly what your max is, but yet it's still, it's still good. At the tw- it's 25%, and there's some adjustment in there by the time you subtract some self, uh, like one half of self-employment tax and so on. But it's, it's still a good deduction. You still get in there with, as a self-employed person. Also, with the simplified employee pensions, we, as you set one up, uh, there are some uh, requirements as far as eligible employees. One point we got to keep in mind with that is that if you have employees that are at least 21 years of age, have worked with you at least three of the previous five years, and you have paid them at least $600 in 2020, then they are an, an employee eligible to receive a, a contribution to their SEP IRA. Now, of course, that, that could phase out a lot of people. Uh, like, for example, those under 21 or those who haven't worked through for at least three years. And when you set up the plan uh, in the forms, you actually designate the, these kind of uh, restrictions in it uh, of how you want to do it. Because you can have it in anywhere from they're eligible from the first date of employment to exactly what these uh, uh Maximum restrictions are, say, they got to work for us at least for three years, or they got to be at least 21, or make at least $600. Usually, the the $600 is admit pretty easily with most employees. So, most commonly, what I see is that the three years is, is the biggest limitation that employers put on. And the reason they do this, and actually, it's a, it's a good idea, is that once you contribute the money to the IRA for the employee, that money is fully vested. Basically, it is now the employee's money. Once you put it into that account, you can't return it. So that's why when you're looking at this type of plan, it's very important to make sure uh, who you're contributing for and that you feel good about your employees. And sometimes it's you, know, you want to reward them for the hard work that they've done. Well, you can definitely do it. But yet, keep in mind that you make this contribution for them because you like your employees and you want to help them, and you feel like they deserve a good good benefit there, you make this contribution. It is it is theirs. And it is their money once it's in the account to do with 
basically what they please. So if you put it in the account six months later, they decide they want to take it out, well, basically they can do it. Now they'll have all the tax consequences of that. They'll have to pay tax on it and a tax penalty and so on, but they'll still, it's still all their money. Now if, uh, if you have, occasionally this circumstance can come up where if you uh, have a business that you're operating, like a sole proprietorship business, but yet you also work for an employer as well that has like a 401k plan, uh, you may have some limitations on on what you can put into the uh, SEP IRA, how much you can put into yours. And certainly you want to uh, keep those points in mind, which is part of our planning process, helps to helps to determine these things. Helps you to know, okay, you, well, you want to contribute to your SEP, but yet you're maximizing the amount you put into your 401k. Uh, well, you got to be able to just know that you may have a limit how much you can put into your uh, SEP IRA. In fact, you're probably going to have a limit. It's going to be reduced by the amount you put into your 401k. So it's just good to keep that in mind, is that if you do have those you can definitely you can have that limitation and be aware that it's it's there so and it may affect some and it may or may not affect you so but that's where we come in and we help to make that determination to help you out in doing that uh, so how do you set up a SEP IRA well first of all you got to set up the plan you can contact a retirement pro like myself and what we do is we walk you through the process uh, we get you the forms. We explain uh, uh, the documents. The form, it's a 5305 uh, SEP, which basically, again, helps to establish the plan so that you then know exactly what you are going to have, exactly what kind of limits you're going to have on the plan, what kind of uh, requirements you're going to have as far employees before employees are eligible to have on the plan so that you can get it firmly established and ready to go now because nice thing with the SEP IRA plan is that you are not required to make a contribution every year. I mean, you could do 10% one year and then business is down the next. And you're like, for example, if someone has a, a SEP plan in place, they've had one for years, uh, they've been able to keep all their employees in the year 2020 uh, but because of the pandemic and other reasons, business just wasn't very good. You're not required to make a contribution to the SEP plan for the year. You are able to go ahead and basically skip the contribution for the year or do a 0% basically is what it, what, what it amounts to. So, you're, so as we set up the SEP, these things like this are explained to you or should, should be explained to you as well as, like say, as you set up the requirements before employees are eligible that that relates back to at least 21 work at least three years out of the previous five and make at least six hundred dollars and then as you talk to a retirement pro and then as we go over the information uh, once again we come back to just just like in the traditional ira what are the investment options available and and this is oftentimes the part that i see when I work with people, that can be very, very confusing, which is why when I work with individuals personally or work with businesses in doing any type of retirement plan or individuals on an IRA, I really try to clearly explain uh, the options available to them uh, because how many people really understand 
investments. Sometimes some investment people don't even understand investments. So in selecting investment options, it's important to know and to have your employees educated because I don't know how many times I have uh, visited with individuals regarding their uh, 401ks or other type of uh, investment retirement plans that they have that they were just handed a bunch of papers from um, a representative or some human resource officer and just said, here, go go make some selections. And they just really did not have any assistance or any help or anything of that matter to really make an educated decision as to what's important for them. And that's where, as Cash Tracks Financial, we're, we're different. Uh, when we work with a, a business on their employment plan, on their business uh, employment plan, be it a, a simple IRA, a SEP IRA like this, or we can even go to a 401k, we really try to take the time to at least help individuals have some good understanding or some good basic understanding of exactly how the plan works, what's gonna, what it's going to do for them, how it's going to make the money, what, uh, how does it make money for them, what does it do, uh, how much they can contribute, recommendations that, so that they can have a comfortable amount that they want to contribute and then understand uh, about their time horizon, their risk, with how much risk they want to take because uh, there's always the risk versus rate of return kind of uh, discussion that needs to happen to be able to help people to do this. So as we set up and talk to people about business plans and their in- and their employees, it's important to have that time so that it, when we go and set up help ones with a SEP like this, that they have a, a good, solid understanding of it. So that's what we want to make sure and do. Now we're going to go ahead and take a short break now then come back and talk a little bit more about now the deductions we can take and when we can take the deductions on the SAP IRA. So let's uh, talk to you again in a couple minutes as this is Marcelino Dodge on the Tax Answers Advisor on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you wanting to grow wealth faster, save time, and build a nest egg? Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-round to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Call Marcelino Dodge today, 719-336-8739 to schedule your free tax strategy review. Call 336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Many people want to build wealth or grow their business faster, but do not know what specific numbers to look at that actually help build monthly cash flow. Hire a tax pro who makes you money and does more than just file your tax return. Marcelino Dodge at Cash Tracks Financial identifies your key numbers, works year-around to improve your numbers, keeps you compliant, and helps you achieve goals faster. Schedule your free tax strategy review by calling 719-336-8739 or visit CashTracksFinancial.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. To reach our program today, please call in. The number is 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to success at cashtracksfinancial.com. Now, back to the Tax Answers Advisor. Welcome back to the Tax Answers Advisor. I've been discussing about deductions we can take even though it is 2021, deductions we can still create and legally have for the tax year 2020. Just before the break, we were discussing about business deductions, in particular the simplified employee pension, uh, an easy to understand and easy to set up uh, business uh, retirement plan for both uh, sole proprietors and businesses with employees that you can still set up even today and make a contribution for 2020 and still take the deduction. Yes, as I was discussing earlier, right before the break, uh, there are a myriad of investment options that you can take when you set up a SEP IRA. And that's our job here is to help you to navigate those waters uh, when you're looking to set up a SEP IRA and still take a 2020 deduction, make a good choice and be able to once again, have the tax advantages for both yourself and your employees because the growth in the SEP IRA is tax deferred. So yes, once again, as we mentioned, it's very, uh, a very good deduction, a very good way to do it uh, if you have some cash and you need to still need some deductions for 2020. But yeah, you can think, you, we can sit and think, oh, wait a minute, it's 2021 I'm putting the money in in 2021, but it's really a 2020 uh, contribution for a SEP IRA, which as I had stressed before with the individual accounts, you have to uh, make sure that whoever your custodian is, when you do a SEP IRA and you set that up, whoever that is, that you absolutely stress to them and make sure that they mark it as a 2020 contribution. And what is very nice about that is the fact that it's a 2020 contribution, and because as a calendar year taxpayer, which means your tax year ends on December 31st, is that you make those contributions and you, to the SEP IRA for both uh, yourself and your employees, it makes it deductible for 2020. Even though the funds went in in 2021, you can make those contributions and still take the deduction on the 2020 tax return. 
just make sure that your financial institution does the reporting absolutely correctly, which is why, once again, when we do such plans with businesses, especially on this late of a date, well, yeah, after the beginning of the year, like we are now, we stress to the custodian, this is a 2020 contribution. And then, of course, you can take it back on the tax return, which is a simply wonderful provision that the tax law allows and one that I love to share with ones of how you can do this. And the flexibility of the SEP IRA is such a wonderful, wonderful tool for all involved. Now, as I mentioned, it is deductible in the for the year that you're making the contribution. So for a sole proprietor, you can make a contribution for both yourself and if you have employees, and this would be as a sole proprietor, uh, whether you are a Schedule C filer and have your business on that, or if you're on a Schedule F and you have a farm operation that you're doing and you have employees, you uh, can make a contribution for your employees. And that's filed on either the C or the F. And see, what's really nice as a sole proprietor is that you can also of course, employ your spouse as one of your employees. And you can make a contribution for your spouse. And with that, that also reduces your self, the amount of self-employment tax that'll be paid. And you're getting the deduction for your spouse as an employee. And also you're getting the deduction for your spouse for the IRA contribution, which for individuals that have a sole proprietorship that their wife is working for them in. This is this is this is where a beautiful deduction comes in, is because and where I encourage businesses is that you you can you have your business there, you have a small payroll, you put your wife and your wife's working in the business, you have your wife on the payroll, and there's a few other uh, deductions and a few other benefits you can, you can have with your wife or your spouse on the payroll. You can have that contribution in there for her and then be able to take and deduct that contribution off of your own self-employment tax as an expense to the business as a sole proprietor. And that's just, once again, a wonderful provision because you as the sole proprietor, your contribution to the SEP, which is based on the net income uh, of the business, that's actually claimed on, on the 1040. So that you you do pay self-employment tax on your contribution, but you still get a deduction for regular income tax. So you're still getting a deduction as as a as a sole proprietor. So that's a wonderful, still a wonderful uh, provision you get. It says you still pay some self-employment tax. Oof. But with your wife, you don't pay the self-employment tax on the contributions you make for your wife or or a spouse. If you're a partner and you have a partnership, it works very similar with partnerships in respect to uh, sole proprietorships in that contributions for employees and the partnership are made on Form 1065 as, as an expense, employee benefit expense on Form 1065. Contributions made on behalf of partners to a SEP IRA, those are reported on the Schedule K-1 and then handled on the 
individual's uh, tax return. So it's a little bit different there with partnerships. Now, this is where it's really simple, corporation. And I have found it very useful and very nice when you have a corporation. And this also would include if you're a partnership or if you're an LLC that is taxed as a corporation. So if you elect as a partnership, which you, you in most circumstances, I actually recommend partnerships or multi-person LLCs be taxed as S corporations. I've, I've done a lot of that and that works, has worked out really good. But when they elect to be taxed as corporations and just corporations in general, which are either a C corp or an S corp, when they, when they make contributions to a, uh, a SEP IRA, those contributions are deductible as employee benefit expenses. And that's even true for shareholders or shareholder employees, officers of the corporation that get a W-2. The, only, only, the deal is because the SEP is based on uh, what's on the W-2, you still, got a, you still got the percentage there. So up to 25% then can be made for those who are on corporations. But it's a full deduction on a corporate tax return. So that's just very wonderful for those wanting to do a SEP. Now, again, as I mentioned, it's important that we look at all these things very closely so that we're not trying to do last-minute adjustments like this. Uh, but try to plan ahead. Of course, some businesses will, which is what we encourage you to do. We have a year. We go through the year. We work on having your, uh, your profits uh, calculated for the year, keep track of the year. And if you're wanting to do a simplified employee pension, we can still do it up to April 15th or we can even go say the extended date of the tax return, which uh, for entities like your corporations, partnerships, that uh, due date is would could be extended to September 15th or for an individual sole proprietor, that could be extended up to September 15th. I mean, yeah, October 15th, I mean, excuse me. For sole proprietors, that could be October 15th. So it's very, it can be a very good option if uh, to be able to take some deductions for the 2020 tax year. So what we've been going over today is just recognizing that just because 2020 is over, we have some deductions that we can still take, still use individually. Of course, we can take advantage of the uh, traditional uh, tax deductible IRA contributions Uh, Also, our Roth IRA contributions. And what is interesting on an individual IRA contribution is that by means of our contributions, say both for for us personally and then for a spouse, is that it because it reduces your income, makes an adjustment on your income it can also end up helping you to qualify for the retirement contributions credit because you may not have qualified it before, but by getting this deduction, you may end up qualifying for the retirement contributions credit. So it's a good, good, a good point to keep in mind if you can do a contribution to an individual deductible IRA. And of course, keep in mind, got to have those deductions, those contributions in, in the account there by April 15th. And once again, as I mentioned, is that if you have, not established an individual IRA IRA account before, you can still set up a new IRA account and still contribute to that account 
for 2020. And that's a a process that we can help you to complete because as we look at through here, it's, it can, it's a mire. It's a swamp. It's a swamp. We help to clean out that swamp for you and we're helping you to plan to do that and to do excellently through that. And same thing with, as we look at the business side, trying to set up like a simplified employee pension, this type of plan would be excellently deductible for uh, you as a business and also to contribute for your employees to help you offset uh, some self-employment tax when you have it with with employees, as well as provide a nice benefit to your employees. Or if you're a sole proprietor that has only one employee, it could be very handy for you to uh, maximize contributions for your wife. And this is where, as a as a couple working together in a business. You can maximize some really nice retirement contributions and get a nice, nice deduction off of your self-employment tax there. We want to certainly appreciate these points. We're going to talk about other business retirement plans uh, on other shows, but these were the big ones we wanted to hit on because of tax season coming up and for you to be able to find a deduction if you need a deduction. These are an easy way to get a deduction by April 15th and still establish the plans even if you have not established them yet. Now, as I mentioned, we are here to help you to establish this and to work on this and to be able to set up a plan so we're not looking for these last-minute things, but actually set up, work through you throughout the year, help you have the defined strategy to achieve your goals faster. And for many of us, having a good business retirement plan is part of our strategy. And we help to set that up so that you can get it going so we can really give you for – a small monthly price, get your specific situation addressed, and truly help you to succeed. You can always reach me, Marcelino Dodge at CashTracksFinancial.com or email at success at CashTracksFinancial.com. Then, of course, please call the office. It's 844-394-4287. We are here to uh, help you to succeed to set up your business retirement plan and your individual retirement plan as well. Also, rollover. So if you've left an employer, I uh, had have a 401k holding out there, we can uh, help out with that as well. You can always call us to discuss those more in detail as well and what options we have available. We're going to next week, because of going into tax season, we're going to talk about some tax scams, also known as the IRS dirty dozen. Now, with tax season approaching, there's a lot of tax scams. There's been a lot of warnings out there about a different scams, especially with this economic impact payments that's been going out. Uh, we're going to discuss those. We're going to discuss a lot of other areas where people are just trying to take advantage of you and take your identity and so on. So we're going to give you some good information next week on how to avoid these, how to make sure you protect yourself. Uh, as a taxpayer. So please be sure to look in, look into that. We look forward to speaking to you again next week. Certainly appreciate and thank you for listening to today's program. You can always listen to this on demand as this is Marcelino Dodge on the Tax Answers Advisor. Thank you again on the Voice America Business Channel.
Thank you for listening to the Tax Answers Advisor with host Marcelino Dodge. We'll be back again next Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more to share next week.